Top five dead or alive. Blade, Meteor Man, Blank Man, Bishop, and Storm. Figure it out. <laughs> Can we talk about friends, friendships, and all that jazz? Let's get into it. Greetings, Earthlings. I don't think I said that on my last podcast. I meant to. I'm going to try to start every podcast with saying that. But greetings, Earthlings. Welcome back to the Multi Tapper. I'm your host, Marcus, the Multi Tapperist, aka a pimp, not a simp, aka the serial killer, aka Sherman Clump, aka your mama's favorite ex boyfriend, aka the 40 year old virgin. <laughs> um, we are back with another episode of Can We Talk About? Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me along this journey. Uh, I'm, I should be at this point. I'm predicting it. I'm speaking it. I'm manifesting it. <laughs> we are. We finally reached 100 um, listens. So that's big to me. That's huge to me. Again, I thanked everybody on the last podcast. And I want to thank you. Especially want to thank you on this one. Because it's been a definite... It's been a, it's been a very interesting adventure for me, and this 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 journey, you know, it's a marathon. But I don't even look at it like that. Like I I definitely look at it as an adventure. And there's highs and lows, and there's plateaus and things to mountains to climb and logs to move. And your life's path is all about the journey. You know, it's not about the destination. So. I'm definitely thankful for everybody that's been listening and tuning in. Let's get into today's topic, which is an icky one. (laughs) It's not really an icky one. It doesn't have to be, but I feel like it is sometimes unnecessarily. What does does it mean to be a friend? Let's, Let's go to the dictionary on this. Definition of a friend. A person whom one knows with whom one has a bind of mutual affection typically exclusive of sexual or family relations i don't even know what that means like (laughs) i feel like they complicated that definition for no reason like they using too many big words for me so let's break it down i'm going to give my opinion of what a friend is to me it is important for everybody like the word success it is important for you to define it for yourself Because if not, you're going to deal with a lot. I mean, you're going to deal with it anyway. You're going to deal with a lot of disappointment and heartbreaks and letdowns. You're going to deal with that stuff in life anyway. But I feel like you deal with it a lot more when roles aren't clearly defined. And when roles aren't clearly defined, then expectations aren't clearly defined. Like, I'm not going to expect I'm not going to expect somebody who I don't consider a friend to look out for me. Like nobody should because that person you don't consider that person a friend. Like it, it it be those people too that like that you just look at as associates that show up before the people that you consider you know before your friends do, and you're like, how did that? How does that happen? So I think it's very important for people to have that moment of you know, definite that defining moment that you know just looking at what it means to be a friend, what it means to be your friend, and what you what it means to fulfill that role for you and to work for you for it to be you know to help you be at peace 
with your circle and the people that you have around you, which that's kind of difficult for a lot of people to do, because once once you start doing that, once you start defining that, you start to realize a lot of people around you aren't really your friends. And that's tough to deal with. I mean, that's never easy to deal with thinking that I've known this person 15 years or I've known this person 20 years. And it never occurred to me that this person might not have my best interest at mind or it never occurred to me that this person might not be where I believe them to be or who I trusted that they were. So for me personally, I feel like the word friend is strong. It's it's very strong. I put a high capacity on it. I remember I was starting a job at a when I was starting at the hospital. I have a coworker who might be listening to this. Hi, Shante. <laughs> but um, I was starting the job and I I was talking to this coworker who y'all now know is Shante. This coworker felt some kind of way about the fact that I didn't consider her or I didn't consider my coworkers as my friends. And it was like I had just started the job. I had just started the job maybe maybe a couple months prior to this engagement. And it's like, I, I don't know these people. <laughs> like, why why does it upset you that I don't consider them friends? Because they, they aren't friends. And a lot of people are like that. Like, a lot of people can't distinguish the difference between a coworker and a friend or an associate and a friend. And it's bad. I honestly believe that because, again, you re- you wake up and realize, like, these people aren't your friends. They're just your coworkers. I tell my coworkers all the time now, I'll, or I will tell them all the time now, like, I don't hang out with y'all outside of work. There's a reason for it. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're bad people. I'm not saying that some of them ain't cool. I'm just saying that when I'm at home, I'm not hitting them up. I'm not texting them. I'm not calling them. I'm not, you know, asking them if they can pick me up from the airport. I'm not relying on them to help me out in the situation like I got a flat tire on the freeway or something. Unless I'm close to my job and it's like, hey, man, can you run down here and uh, pick me up real quick? <laughs> like unless I'm like within, you know, a certain certain miles of my job and it doesn't make sense for me because I live kind of far out. So it doesn't make sense to me to call my cousin who would have to travel almost an hour to get to where I'm at. But anyway, I feel like that that word, that word friend is very strong and I take it very seriously, especially in recent years. Because I was, I'm guilty of it too, and I'll later accuse people of being very loose with this word. I'll accuse people of it right now. <laughs> I was guilty of it too. I was definitely guilty of it too. I'm not, I'm not the exception to the to the rule. But that's again why I say you have to like reevaluate things, and you have to revisit things, and you have to redefine things for yourself. Otherwise, you're gonna deal with a lot of disappointment. But the word friend is very strong to me. It's, 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 it's loosely used and it's improperly used to define people who are temporary or it's used to define people who, who don't give nearly as much effort or put in nearly as much work as people who are your actual friends. I feel like it's an insult. Like I had an issue with a friend one time because she insisted on calling dudes that she was just having sex with her friends i feel like i I took it as an insult because i'm like these dudes don't they've never done anything for you unless you consider um, an occasional orgasm something that 
deems you as a good friend, then by all means, again, that's why everybody has their own definitions. And this word is very subjective. But to me, that's an insult to me and to your actual friends who have actually been here for you in these moments or whatnot. I get I feel like it's a go to word to people sometimes who can't who are too lazy to define their relationship with somebody. So they just use that term. Like instead of saying, oh, that's Steve. Um, he's just a dude I occasionally have sex with. They're like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. But then again, you get stranded on the highway. You can't call that person. You know for a fact you can't call that person. So why would you even call that person a friend? Like, that's how I feel about it. Like, if you know you can't call on this person in times of and clutch moments, why would you consider him a friend? I feel like everybody that I consider a friend, I can call on them in clutch moments. And even though they may not be able to help, <laughs> they, I, it, it's still I, I, I can call them. Like, I can definitely, I don't look at them and be like, nah, I can't call him. I'll say that because it's like, why would I call my friend in Texas if I'm stranded on the, uh, on the highway in Michigan? <laughs> like, that makes no sense. Like, yeah, I won't call them in that sense. But if I was in Texas and I was stranded on the highway, I would definitely be able to call that person in that moment. Or I, I could definitely, even even with me being on stranded on the highway in Michigan, I could call my friend in Texas and they would sit on the phone with me or and they would come for me and they would say, well, you know, what do you need to do? What do we got to do? I got a friend in Michigan because I know people who have friends in a lot of different places, like especially my family. When I was first moving to Texas and I got stranded in Arkansas, they were able to call my family was able to call their friends and their side of the family and get me the help I needed, which I thank them so much for and I appreciate them for that and when I got to Texas and I started working and started my new job I definitely showed them how much I appreciated them by compensating them financially but I'm saying in those instances if I didn't have those that family and those friends what do you have if you don't if you can't call on these people like why do you consider them a friend so that's what I that's that's one of the reasons why I feel like that term is used like very loosely. If I can't call on you yet, if we're not if we're not there, I don't have a problem saying we're not friends yet. Like I don't have a problem with it. Like again in that situation with the coworker, there was another coworker we were referring to and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm cool with him. Like that's my guy, but I'm like, you know, he's a cool coworker or whatnot, but I'm like I don't consider him a friend yet." Because that's that's the very situations I look at. I look at if I'm having money troubles, can I call him tonight? Or if I go to jail, can I call him tonight? And he'll be like, let me see what I can do. Like, that's to me how we need to be assessing our friendships. I'm not saying that you have to be like super close with all of your friends, but your friends are supposed to be, and you are too, you're, you're supposed to be clutch for each other. So when they call you and say, yo, my car broke down around the corner from you, like pick up the phone and not only pick up the phone, but you know, offer to help or do something like, don't be that friend. That's like, I don't feel like talking to them. Cause whatever, like I don't answer my phone. Don't do that. Cause that person is obviously calling you at three o'clock in the morning for a reason. Don't be like, Oh, I don't answer my phone at three o'clock in the morning. Like, nah, that's obviously your friend show up for them the way they showed up for you. That's the biggest problem in friendships that I've seen 
personally and that I've seen people vent about and the same it seems like the same reoccurring problem that people are going out of their way for people who don't in turn go out of their way for them and that's a huge huge problem and that's why I'm very strict and I'm very disciplined on using that word because I've dealt with those same disappointments and frustrations and I've looked up at people that I've helped and they don't even check on me. I've looked up at people that I know for a fact I've paid bills in their home and they don't even see if I'm, you know, see how I'm doing on my new job. I know for a fact there are people who, you know, they may even have a following now that I helped on the way up and they're not even trying to turn around and help me up there with them. Not that I need it, not that I asked for it. It's just you see it and I don't care what anybody says. Everybody sees it. Everybody notices those moments and everybody remembers those those moments because you see it and you feel some kind of way, even though you're not bitter and you're happy for them and their success, it still bothers you in a way because it's like you just have a thought. Like you might just be sitting and chilling. You might just be like, man, like I remember when I did such and such for such and such and now that person acting like and I don't even exist. Like, what I do wrong? You kind of, you know, certain people might take that blame. And you're, you're very, certain people are like hard on themselves. And they might be like, man, like what I do to deserve this kind of treatment. Like me and that person was so close. Or me and that person used to talk every day. Or that person, whenever they had an issue financially or whatever, they always came to me and could always come to me. And now, now that they've gotten a little success or now that they've, gotten a new circle of friends or now that they've, you know, made certain changes in their life. Now they're acting like I don't exist. And I never asked that person for anything. I never, you know, took that person for granted. I never did any of that. I did everything right as a friend or I did everything I felt like was right as a friend. And now I don't have a friend. It's a it's a horrible feeling. And nobody wants to feel that way. And you think and we want to believe, and I still want to believe this too. I'm guilty of, I'm, I'm very naive. I'm the kind of person that I trust everybody unless you give me a reason not to trust you. I even trust strangers. I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, I don't trust them in a way that like I'll hand a stranger my keys and say, hey man, can you watch my car for me and run away somewhere? <laughs> I don't trust them like that. But I mean, when I'm going into like when I'm going into a new job and all my coworkers are strangers, I trust them until I don't need to trust them. I trust them. You know, you look and you observe and you assess the situation for yourself and you're like, all right, okay, you nice to meet you, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's just when you have those moments, like you see that the first opportunity your coworker get, he gonna throw you under the bus in the meeting. You like, okay, I know I can't trust that person now. You know, I've seen it. I'm going to keep my distance from them. That's just what it is. Again, don't call me outside of work. Don't call me on my days off. <laughs> None of that. So I think everybody is the same way in a sense. But I, I just genuinely, I give people the respect and trust until they do something to make me revoke that. And I think people genuinely want to believe that when they do something for somebody from the love of their heart and is genuine, there's no ulterior motives they're not trying to get anything from you. They just want you to be happy. I genuinely feel like 
those people, those kind of people, myself included, I'd feel like we want to believe that we're doing this for this person. We're not thinking about it, but we're doing this for this person. But when when I need it, this person is going to look out for me. And that just doesn't be the case sometimes, man. I can't explain it, honestly. And I'm not trying to because I understand that everybody has their limits and everybody has a different way that they define this word and they define the relationship. But you would think, you would just think because you didn't forget. So you know that person didn't forget. You would just think that like, like, dude, you called me when you were stranded at the airport and needed to get a ride home and I didn't have gas and I came all the way over there to get you and you know, I, I gave I even gave you a couple dollars so you can get something to eat that night. Like you would think like that person wouldn't like disregard you or you would think that that person that when you decide to reach out to them for a favor that they would be like, yo, you kept food in my mouth. dog. You got me home when I didn't have a way home. Of course I got you like I'm that because that's the way you are and you feel like those people should be that way too. Like I'm that way to this day. There are people who have done things for me and they're still reaping the benefits from it. And by that, I mean, it's just, I never forgot what they did for me and I don't forget. And if anybody who knows me personally knows, I don't, I literally don't forget. (laughs) Like I, I remember a lot of things and I remember, and I remember them in very specific details. There are people who, again, they did huge things for me and I never let it go. I never forgot it. Even just recently when I went back to Texas, I saw one of my old friends and I said, I still owe you $20 because she went out of her way. When I first got to Texas, she went out of her way and dug into her purse and gave me $20 when I wasn't working at the time. When I was, I think I was waiting for my background check to come back and it had been like a week or it had been a couple weeks and I was basically flat broke. She went out of her way and I'll never forget it ever. There's a reason why I brought it back up to her just to let her know that I haven't forgotten it and she's going to reap the benefits and she will reap the benefits of it until I feel like, you know, she's had enough. The thing about that is people will, people will hang stuff over your head (laughs) I get it. I get it completely. Not that, you know, aside from that situation, like people will do things for you only to turn around and try to use that as a way to get something from you. And that's not fair. These aren't the situations I'm referring to when I said what I just said. But this is a perfect segue into that. There are people who I won't say they have ulterior motives, but there are people who do things for you. And they feel like because they feel like because they did that very thing for you, that they're able to use that to get anything they want from you for as long as they want. And that's BS to me. And I've spoken out against that several times in the past because I've had people who I allowed to do things for me or I've had people that I I went to that I chose to do something for me and They then try to, it wasn't that I didn't pay them back handsomely, not financially. I mean, with services, effort, energy, and time, and even some financially, 
and I'm going to speak personally for me because this is easier for me to just say it this way. Years and years ago, I let somebody do something for me or I chose. I made a decision and this individual or these individuals, they it's not that again, it's not that they weren't paid handsomely. It's not that they didn't reap the benefits of having me um, of doing these things because I never forgot. I still to this day have never forgotten that these things, these things that um, these people did for me. And you won't ever forget. Maybe you will. But and maybe some of y'all do need to be smacked upside the head, get a refresher. But I'm not one of those people. The thing is, I know for a fact I've paid those people back handsomely. And I've done a lot of different things for those people as far as, again, my time, energy and effort and maybe even on occasion financially. At what point, though, do you at what point do you start to look at that as, you know, the person who's asking for the favor, asking me for the favor? At what point do you start to look at that and start say, well, remember when such and such was like, why are you bringing I hate to say that, but like, why are you bringing up old stuff, old stuff that you've already recouped on? So it's like not even something old that, you know, you have ground to stand on. It's old stuff that you've already been paid back for. For example, again, I'll use the airport thing. So say you picked somebody up from the airport and you gave them gas money. And then let's say the next month that person gave you your gas money back and The following month, you came to that person to ask them to draw you a picture because you found out they were an artist and they drew you a picture and didn't charge you. And then the following month, that person, you came back to that person again and asked that person if they could pick your child up from school. And you did it and you didn't ask any you didn't ask for anything in return. You just did it and so on and so forth. And then it's like when. That person decides to say no. You don't get to be like, oh, what about that time I picked you up from the airport and gave you gas money? Like, no, because you've already recouped on that favor. You've already you've seen the benefit. You This person has proven that they're a good friend. This person has proven that they're a good friend. And this person has proven that they're reliable. And this person has proven that they appreciated you in your favor. You don't get to keep using them up just because you did that one thing for them and they've in turn done 10 things for you. You should be lucky if that person is not bringing up all of the things they did for you, all of the things they did following that. Like I'm the kind of person that's like that, that person that you picked up from the airport and gave $50 to like, if you did that for me, you're going to see the the benefits of it. Like you're going to see like I'm going to I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to give you your money back. I'm going to do all of these different things for you and you're going to receive all of these Marcus blessings. <laughs> you're going to receive all of these, you know, all of these blessings and benefits and I'm going to let you know with action that I appreciated you and you didn't have to do what you did. That's the biggest takeaway from that. You didn't have to do what you did, but you did it anyway. And I appreciate it. Not again. There are people to this day who I just give. I regularly give money to. I regularly just give things to because 
I appreciate them as a person. I appreciate them as a friend. And I never forgot the things they did for me. I'm one of those independent loners, quiet to myself people. So I can count on my hands the times the, the people that I've reached out to and the times that I've needed people's help. I'm always appreciative. I'm always showing love to these people, even if it seems like it's random to them. It's not random to me. Again, to the people who feel like, you know, I did that one act for you. I did. I, I came and picked you up from the airport like you trying to hang that one act over that person's head for the rest of their life as they're as if they're supposed to be in debt to you for the rest of their life is a BS to me. And we have to stop doing that. I don't know who's doing it. <laughs> I can't point everybody out one by one, but if you are doing it, stop it. Because I, I can assure you, you've probably, you've probably received many blessings back from that person and then some. I know me, speaking for me personally, I don't, again, I'm not going into specifics and I'm not saying any names and this isn't about any drama, but I know for a fact what I've brought to the table and what I've given back to people as far as everything goes. So if you feel like you want to keep trying to hold that one favor over my head, what's going to happen is I'm going to pull away from you. Especially when I feel like the playing field is level. Like, I feel like, yeah, you did that one thing for me. I'm going to do 10 things for you. At this point, we should be on the same level now. And if you feel like you think you can still try to boost yourself up by lowering me down, I'm going to get off the platform entirety and just walk away. And you're going to be sitting there by yourself trying to figure out where such and such is, where Marcus is, because... You know, I need him to do something for me, you know, and now that I need him, he ain't around and you can't figure out why. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Like, you want to know why, you know, I decided to cut you off or you want to know why I just I don't come around as much anymore. This is why. So I know a lot of people have experienced that or stuff like that. I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one by far, and that's why I wanted to have this podcast and talk about this stuff, because it's important. And I feel like, again, people should define these roles and people should define these words and people should learn to be grateful and appreciative of what they have or what they the time they've had with people and the time they've had with their real true friends who, even if they seem like they're not there for them every time they're always still there for you. Like even these people, even even who I'm referring to in my example, I'm still there for these people even still. Like when I don't even have a reason to be. Because again, we're on the same playing field. Like like the the score is even now. You know, I'm not hanging nothing over your head, you're not hanging nothing over my head. We both even and I'm still doing stuff for you. Don't have a reason to. But again, I never forget things and I always show that I'm appreciative. So anyway, there's so many branches to friendship. You have your true friends, your day ones, your once in a lifetime friends, your twin flames, your soulmates. Like you got a lot of branches to these things. And I, I do, yes, include soulmates and twin flames because... Just because you you have that relationship and that chemistry with somebody doesn't exactly mean that you have to be romantically with that person. Like the people that I have a lot of chemistry with, 
I've never been with romantically. And I value that. I appreciate that. I saw a post on Facebook not too long ago that said, I mentioned Facebook a lot. I'm going to stop plugging Mark Zuckerberg. But <laughs> I saw a post not too long ago on Facebook that said, sometimes people that you have really good chemistry with, you're not supposed to be with romantically. You may, maybe you're supposed to start a business with them or taco truck or something. And I truly believe that we often, I get it. It makes sense. You know, you have this connection or you make this connection with somebody and you feel like you want this moment to last forever, or you want this type of you want this chemistry. You want to um, cultivate it. And you want to grow it. And you want to nurture it. And you want it to. You want it to last. You want this person to yourself. <laughs> that comes down to timing, and sometimes it just might not be possible for you to make that move or for you to make that happen. I heard my cousin say that one time. Like it really comes down to timing, and I honestly believe that. Like right now, at this point in my life, as I mentioned in the other podcast, like I'm not actively dating right now. I'm at, or I'm not actively not dating right now, but at the same time, I've come across a lot of good women in my path, and they're ready right now to like get married and be wives and be mothers, and I'm not ready. So even though we have this great chemistry and everything is going beautifully and all of these different things, it's like sometimes you might have to just walk away from certain situations, or they've walked away from me. They've said, "Okay, well, I understand you're not you're not ready." I respect that. Keep in touch or not. You know, sometimes those people don't want to be friends with you <laughs> because they feel some kind of way about you, which I know I touched on in the dating thing, because as as I said, I believe that you should start off as friends. And that's just my personal opinion. But you should start off as friends and and, and work into being lovers. But a lot of times when you do that, you end up getting people who fulfill the friendship thing, but they, they're only doing it because they're trying to play by your rules. And that's frustrating to deal with sometimes. It's frustrating for me because, again, I've come across a lot of good women or I've come across a lot of good friends, and I believe that we've been friends. And then when I express to them that I don't want to be with them or something, then all of a sudden we're not friends anymore. That's why it's very important to to be careful with that word. It's very, very, very important because we deal with these disappointments and we feel some kind of way. Like I know women for a fact have felt that way because they may say that about a guy who's only just trying to have sex with them. And then once that person, once that dude has sex with them, you know, they can't get a call. They can't get a text. They can't get a checkup. They can't get anything. I know women of today are a lot more cutthroat <laughs> and women of today will be, you know, they kick you out of your bed quicker than you can uh, delete them out of your phone. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're hip to it now. <laughs> I'm not saying women of yesteryear wasn't. I'm just saying I know women of today are pretty, um, are pretty masculine. <laughs> I'm just playing. Ignore me, y'all, but. I'm just saying, like, women of today are also cutthroat like that, too. Men and women, both. It's not just a man thing. It's not just a woman thing. Like, we're both people are like that in general. You won't just get it from men. and You won't just get it from women. But I'm saying it's, it's, it's important to make sure those roles are clearly defined. 
and communication is prevalent because if not, you're are, you're going to have these issues and it's inevitable. So the friendship tree of life, it has a lot of different branches and I understand for a lot of different people, sometimes it all looks like just one regular tree and when a person is a friend, they're just a friend. That's all they're going to be. That's all they're going to be considered as and that's what they're supposed to be and that's their role. They're just a friend. But again, a lot of times people use that word. You say friend and you might mean placeholder (laughs) or you might mean like... Men, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't play dumb with me. <laughs> and women do too. Like, you start talking to a woman. And I'll say it from my perspective. I start talking to a woman and she's in a relationship. And she's like, yeah, but we can be friends though. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we can be friends. Knowing good and well. <laughs> Knowing good and well, I have no interest in being this woman's friend. But... I am interested in her and wanting to be with her, whether it's sexually or romantically. And I'm okay with her calling me a friend because that means I get to sit here and get a front row seat to that deteriorating relationship that I'm a (laughs) ruin. Or, you know, I get to be, you know, first up at bat or I get to be first up in line for when their relationship doesn't work out. That's what I mean. Like, that person is not a friend. Like, you're not going to call that person if you get stranded on the freeway. And that's what I mean by that word and defining it. It's like, why bother calling that person a friend if that's not what they are? But again, at the same time, how do you define it if you're not using the word friend? And that's why I say I feel like people are lazy and they're just saying things. They're just using that word to attach to, to label somebody in their life. And they may not exactly know how to label that person. They're just saying, okay, that's my friend. Like, that's not really your friend, though. That's just the dude who's waiting in line to see if your relationship going to fail. I've been treated that way, and I don't like it. And it's it's been a big problem for me throughout my life. Because as I've told y'all, I have a lot of friends that are women. And... With that comes them being in relation romantic relationships with other men, and I get viewed as a threat. I don't know how. I'm such a puppy dog. <laughs> I'm such a teddy bear. I don't know how. I still to this day don't know how men view me as a threat, but I'm so innocent. <laughs> I'm so innocent and cute, but... <laughs> But it's always um, I get viewed as a threat or I just get instantly cut off by who I believed is my friend. And these are like the disappointments that I've just had to face. It's tough to deal with because I reach out to these people and I want to talk to them. And I'm me thinking that there's this is a genuine friendship and realizing that I can't have that kind of relationship with them anymore. And then all of a sudden, when the relationship doesn't work out four months later, they're messaging me like they didn't do what they just did four months ago. And I feel some kind of way. I'm like, wait a minute, man, time out. And I've had this kind of issue with a lot of my friends. So I know about it very well to the point where I started to set, I started to set my own boundaries and I started to be like, okay, I'm not talking to any more married women i know that other guy when he comes out (laughs) and and i put these earrings on and i get that fresh haircut like he's only looking for married women but like i intentionally avoid married women 
a lot of times it's my my own friend like people I consider as friends but I've seen I've seen enough and I know what usually happens with my friends when they get married and I don't like dealing with it so it gets very frustrating it gets very irritating and it gets very old I'm not that guy I'm not that guy I'm not a sideline I'm not a um waiting on the bench player that's just I'm not a sixth man like I'm not I'm not just waiting for the star player to get injured so I can run in right behind him like I'm usually the guy that if you're having problems in your romantic relationship and or in your marriage and you come to me as a friend I I hardly ever I don't think I ever have advised anybody to break up with their whoever whoever it is they're with I feel like that's a big conclusion that you need to come to on your own, but I've never encouraged it, especially not for me to gain some kind of edge. I feel like if you've done everything you can, you've given that relationship everything you can, and there's just no coming to no agreements or you just can't figure anything out, then yeah, you got to do what it is you got to do. But that's why I've had that issue because I feel like I came to pe- people came to me, my my friends came to me, And I was always genuine and I was always real and I was always open and I got treated like I was just some other dude who didn't make the cut or I got treated like some other dude who was, you know, just trying to have sex or I got treated. I got cut off just like all of these other dudes that I know aren't actual friends. So it doesn't feel good to get lumped in with those people. So if you have... If you have real, real once-in-a-lifetime friends, man, please appreciate them the best way you can. Please nurture those relationships and hang on to them. And it's a real relationship, contrary to popular belief. Like, it's, it's just it takes just as much energy as a romantic relationship. And to go into what I want to say next, like, there are a lot of people who believe that they don't have to put that kind of energy or effort into a friendship. Like friendships don't require that friendships like friendships are a luxury, but marriages are mandatory or something like that. <laughs> like that's how it feels like people think. I don't know if that's what people actually think, but that's how people actually act. Like they act like they can, they can cut you off. And then go and live their lives and have three kids or whatever. And then just reach back to you three years later or six years later. And you're just supposed to be okay with everything that's been going on. It's like, no, man, we're not friends no more. Like, you was done with me. You discarded me when you moved on in life. And it bothered me and it hurt and all of that. But you eventually get over it once you realize how much that person doesn't really care to um cultivate your friendship anymore once you realize that person doesn't really care to continue your friendship um or y'all friendship together so to me in my personal opinion and again i take this word very seriously so i put effort into a lot of my friendships and i'm i'm very considerate of the wants and needs of my friends and I try to fulfill those things as long as it's reasonable. I feel like I've I've reached points where like I feel like, you know, that's not that's not being returned or I've, I've had moments where I'm like, OK, obviously everybody doesn't feel this way. And I need to get on the same page with the people that I call friends. Otherwise, I'm going to keep 
having these moments where I'm sitting at home, not crying, but sitting at home, like sulking and, you know, my depression, because I'm like, how is it that I'm always here for all of these people and ain't nobody even checking up on me? So I have a friend who was definitely said, I know for a fact, has said to me, like, they feel like my their relationship with me should come easy and they shouldn't have to fight for any. They shouldn't have to fight me or fight for it. And I'm like, why? Like, why not? Like, why isn't something isn't the bond that we have? Isn't the bond that we created worth fighting for? Isn't it worth standing up for? Isn't it worth isn't it worth sacrificing for just because? Um, we're not romantically in a relate. We're not in a romantic relationship. Or just because we're not married, that means that I don't deserve the same kind of attention. Or and this person, I, I found out this person felt exactly that. She's like, "Oh yeah, like we're not together. So why should I have to give you that much attention? As or why should I give you this certain kind of attention as a friend?" And of course, instantly I feel some kind of way because you get flashbacks of everything you've done for this person. And this whole time you thought it was in your head, this whole time you found out that this person doesn't even feel that way about the word friendship. And you've been doing all of these different things and they don't care about any of that. But the fact that you're not romantically with them means that they're not going to fight for you or they're not going to do certain things or they're not going to consider you. It's heartbreaking, it's draining, it's frustrating, it's all of those things, but it's especially disappointing to know that you've been so misaligned with somebody that you have so much chemistry with, and it causes a rift, and it definitely changes things, and it definitely it definitely puts things into perspective, but I'm, I'm not one of those people. Like, I, I can't be one of those people because I know how much other people have done for me and the people I consider and call friends. I know how much they've done for me and I know how much I've done for them. And I could never just abandon them. Or I could never feel like, you know, they don't deserve this much attention, especially just based on our history alone. Like, I don't see how anybody could come to that conclusion. Like, I don't, I didn't see, and I still don't see how my friend came to that conclusion that just because we're not romantically together that I don't deserve basically everything that I've been giving her. Listen to how crazy that sounds. Like you don't deserve the attention you've been giving me because we're not romantically together. But that person then still wants the, wants you to keep treating them the way you've been treating them. And when you don't, then it's a problem. People are nuts, man. <laughs> that's the, that's the moral of the story. People are nuts and stupid and annoying Again, if you have friends, man, just make sure y'all on the same page. People you consider friends. I know it's big in my um, generation, especially like people that are coming to their 30-somethings. They're either approaching it or they're in it, you know, coming to the mid-30s. And we're, we're looking at our circles and realizing our circles aren't really our circles. It's more like our periods. <laughs> it's more like a little dot. Like, you got like three people around you that you can really rely on. And like, that's just from years and years of misunderstood definitions of this word friend or misunderstood community. I mean, miscommunications of what it is to be a friend and be in friendships and reciprocity. I hate that word, (laughs) 
but you know just reciprocating and giving you know and i and it's another big thing in my generation to be like yo keep that same energy i know a lot of people that say i'm not doing such and such no more i'm just matching energy and that's fine i get it people are are hurt and people have been burned and people have been dealing with a lot of what i've been saying in this podcast and people have been you know struggling to maintain circles and maintain relationships and maintain friendships and all of these different things and it turns out that like again y'all don't even y'all don't even align your your beliefs and ideas and terms don't even align so it's like how can you how can you get out what you put in if you don't even know what's in like you had a vending machine you put a dollar in there and you go to select what you want and everything just has a blank space on it like how can you know what you're going to get out if you don't know what what you're getting into you don't even know what's in there and you just put your money into it. You just put your time and effort into wanting to get something out of this machine. And you find out it's empty this whole time. <laughs> so, but anyway, man, I can go on about this subject all day, but I won't. I just wanted to give you all some things to think about and tell some personal stories and issues that I've been dealing with and get some ideas out of my head. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you enjoy this episode. I'm getting a lot better at finding my voice. I don't know if y'all noticed the growth, but I definitely noticed the growth around here. So we making moves, y'all. We growing up again, over 100 views. I'm manifesting it right now. I already know it's going to happen anyway because my people don't let me down. (laughs) I actually got good friends. So, But thank y'all for listening. Say your prayers and eat your vitamins because it's some vultures out here and they just want to eat off your carcass. <laughs> this is Marcus the Multitapper signing out. Have a good one. Peace.